This is a HeadGum Original. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Everywhere I go, I see his face. I just really miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. You going to be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work because I am going on vacation. Heads up. Nick Fury's calling you. I don't really want to talk to Nick Fury. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. What up, dorks? What's up? We're just talking about the trip. I'm here in St. Marco Polo. Oh, I think MJ really likes me. That reminds me when I first fell in love. You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. This is Mr. Vet. We could have used someone like you on my world. New world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. The snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do, and you're coming with us. There's gotta be someone else you can use. What about Thor? Off-world. Captain Marvel. Unavailable. But I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Bitch, please, you've been to space. What do you want, Peter? I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's kind of obvious. You're right, you may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. Oh my God. I just always feel like I'm putting my friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. Are you going to step up or not? I gotta get you guys out of here. Get on the jet. Who are you? I work with Spider-Man. You work for Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. New plan. Okay, 
So this is another episode of Newcomers. I'm Nicole Byer. I'm Lauren Lapkus. And we are covering the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And oh my god, we're very far in. We're very yeah. far in. This is the 19th episode. Lord, we only have one more. That's sickening. <laughs> I'm very excited. We've been working our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the help of fellow newcomers, some super fans, and sometimes even people who contributed to the franchise. Yeah, and we didn't get to everything because the MCU is like super expansive and I think we would try to pass away by our own hands if we had to do it all. We only did 10 episodes of Tyler Perry. We can't do this <laughs> for that much more. It's like we didn't even get into the Tyler Perry universe at all. I know. Uh, which I'm sad about. But today we are covering Spider-Man Far From Home, which is available with a subscription to Hulu with live TV. Or you can also watch it for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV+, Plus, Google Play, and Vudu. And obviously, we're going to spoil the entire film. But Nicole, before mm-hmm. we bring our guest out today, what were your thoughts on this movie? So my thoughts were, how dare you? I have a subscription to Hulu. I just don't have live TV Me with Hulu. Me neither. And, and it's how much nowhere. is that? I don't know. Because I didn't, no, no, no. There I was like other that. Spider-Mans without a home. There was like, homecoming, uh, I can't get away from, I got to get back home or something. Yeah. And then I was like, which one is it? And then I had to go back and forth from the email. And then I was like, oh, okay. So I can watch all of them for free, except for this one that I have to watch. Yeah, I did rent it on Amazon. Um, so your feelings on the movie were it was annoying <laughs> that you had to get it. No, okay. I liked it. I thought it was cute. I did um, too. I thought it was cute. And also multiple people told me, oh, that's not a good one. And then that's I what, think yes. I think that they have a different perspective than we do because I, I agree felt like it was really cute and very easy to watch and I enjoyed it. I actually was like, if yes. I would ever watch one again, this would be on the list. Um, I don't know because Jake Gyllenhaal, he well, really, was... exp- he truly explained everything that was happening that made it like really easy. But I felt like he thought I was really stupid. And he was like, Hey, dumb, dumb. This is what I'm fucking doing. This is what we're all doing. And I, was I like, know. Oh, okay. Thank you, Jake. His character was kind of like, you guys are all stupid. Yeah. Including also, me. Yeah. That helmet made me laugh. Well, the so helmet hard. was really dumb. It was like <laughs> the old timey. <laughs> deep sea diver yes i loved it It was like a snow globe on his head and then when he trapped spider-man in the snow globe i was like oh my god he's like in his head yeah oh my god well okay let's bring our guest up because i would love to hear his thoughts on this we are so excited for our guest today whitmar thomas whitmar is a comedian don't talk okay you have to wait (laughs) we say your name first and then the intro much like a famed performance by patty labelle have you seen it (laughs) she's at the inauguration of like Fucking, or no, it's like the, I don't know, the White House Christmas something with Bill Clinton. And they introduce her name first. She pops out. Then he starts talking. She's like, well, oh, no, she hides. And then she doesn't know the lyrics to the song. They're not doing the cue cards fast enough. It's one of the funniest things. Oh, that is one of the funniest things ever. I I have been seeing the beginning where she doesn't know she's not supposed to come out yet. Yeah. He's like, we have with us today, Patty LaBelle. She walks out and he was like, Patty has done. And she's like, I thought I was supposed to go. It's a perfect video. Well, that's what we're recreating here. Mm -hmm. Um, Whitmer's a comedian and musician whose special, The Golden One, is streaming on HBO Max. It's really fantastic. And you can also hear Whitmer in HeadGum's new scripted podcast, Corked. And now you are on the show, Whitmer. Hello. Yes. Hello, Whitmer. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited you're here. Um, I did love your your HBO Max special, mm-hmm. The Golden One. I it's highly great. recommend. Thank you. Yeah. And tell us, 
about your experiences with Marvel. How connected are you to this franchise? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you love uh, it? I, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I really liked Marvel when it first started out. I was pretty stoked on it. And uh, now there's just a ton of different movies. So it's it's like a whole... So it's kind of a stressful situation, and I think in a, <laughs> in a way, didn't you know? I would be in a Marvel movie at the drop of a hat if you offered me a oh, nickel. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. That's also what we were trying to get across with our entire yes. podcast: is that no matter what our opinions <laughs> we are, we want, want to in. be in the films. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I do think that they have like killed movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, a, you know, it's a, it's a bit. It's kind of a weird uh, situation. As, as a conundrum, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's a. It's a tricky situation because uh, many people believe that this has ruined filmmaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it has. I mean, it has. Now you got Sam Raimi over here going to make a Doctor Strange. What are you? Come on. <laughs> but I maybe the, I, I, you know I'm sure it'll even out just in time for me to be. 60 years old and like living on a farm or with a dock on a swamp or something. And I'm sure they'll go back to normal movies at that point. But, you know, I grew (laughs) up like I I love comic books and uh, uh, stuff. So it was really exciting when all these movies started happening way back. But now the stakes are a bit high. Uh, The world's going to end, that kind of stuff. I don't care about that. Oh, yeah. So wait, what comics did you like as a kid? Batman. It's Batman. Okay. Batman yeah, so you love Joker. Is that true? Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, what's happened now is that, the I, you know, Joker, Jack Nicholson is Joker in the Batman movie when I was a kid. that uh, I would watch that a lot, the one from the 80s. And uh-huh. then uh, right when I moved to L.A., uh, Heath Ledger shows up as Joker, and that was mind-blowing. Mm. And... Um, then Joker became like a joke, like a meme, you know, like a you just uh, want to watch the world burn and uh, kind of like an incel icon. And that's kind of <laughs> where I started goofing off with Joker a lot as sort of a, a bit. But then I sort of realized like, oh, well, no, I, just, I do sincerely love this character. Um, but now it's, it's the lines are a, a kind of blurred because uh, it is sort of a joke, but I actually do. I really like my guy joker a lot yeah yeah i feel like if you're going to get really invested in a character you probably care about them on some level Mm -hmm. even if it's ironic a little bit yeah that's true and he looks really cool i I just think he looks great (laughs) what 80s joker or heath ledger (laughs) both i think both of them look great um heath ledger one is scary to me i think it's pretty sexy i he's scary but i'm positive i could get him to like me I know, I know I could just like, I could be like, hey, you don't got to kill me, pal. I'll be your buddy. Yeah. (laughs) But would you do his bidding or would you just be like, I'm here for a friendship? No, I'm here for laughs. Let's joke around, goof off. It's like you are the Joker. Yeah. (laughs) But we've had, we've had too much Joker. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they did the Heath Ledger, then they kind of bummed everybody out with Jared Leto. Then they did Joaquin. That was an interesting take then they got this new young boy doing joker in the news who's the new young boy is it ezra no, no who's no. doing it it's a uh, a guy kind of like ezra um i can't remember his name though he's irish i think okay i'm looking up new joker me too is but it's kind of hard to narrow it down 
Barry Is it Cohen? Barry Cohen? Or Cohen or something? Yeah. Cohen. Yeah, and I feel, uh, you know, we don't need another Joker. Let's give Joker a rest. Oh, for a okay. While. Um, that's just how I feel. And maybe they'll do something cool with it. But mm, I like him. He's got good eyes. He's an interesting looking guy. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah. Did you like the new Batman, Whitmer? We'll get back to the MCU, but I need to know this. Did you like it? I like Robert Pattinson as Batman. <laughs> so you didn't like the movie? I thought Robert and Zoe were cool. I th- there was a lot of elements that I thought were really cool, but mm-hmm. I did think too long. Oh, really? I thought not long enough. Oh, okay. And it was three hours? <laughs> yeah, it, was, yeah. it was so fucking long, but I had such a nice time. I can't There's, believe it. it. It has got me excited for the next Batman is what I was thinking. And the, is that in the works or we just know that? Oh, be yeah. One? There's going to be another one. There's got to be. Well, well yeah, because that new man's going to be uh, the Joker. So he's going to be the new Joker in the new Robert Pattinson one. Barry Keoghan's also in the next Marvel movie we're watching. Wow. Jumping across the franchise. Okay, so then we'll get to know him. Yeah. What's the next one we're watching? Eternals. Oh, interesting. He is one of, he is one of the Eternals. Oh. Okay. You said that sentence and I have zero idea what I was that like, means. it's meaningless. I was like, I well, literally, I guess I'll find out I later. Know. I was like, do I already know what that is? Like, I don't think I do. Oh my God. It's a, well, it's a group of heroes and, and honestly, it's their vibes only. Like I, I picked up the comic to research them and I didn't know what was happening, but I just okay. went with it. Great. Okay. That's been my approach. Um, <laughs> it's time for our daily bugle segment. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> This is our news segment this season where we give a recap of what's been going on lately in the MCU. Manny Montana from Good Girls, which is a show I was on, he's a very nice man, has joined the Disney Plus series Ironheart as a series regular. Wow. And we just That's learned big about for him. Ironheart. Yes, we did. That's a really good that's a really good <laughs> job for him. That's really exciting. Did you get to work with Manny? I did, and we spoke in a little room in folding chairs and he was very nice. And oh, that's him. nice. That's yeah. a good memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's another piece of news. Director Destin Daniel Creighton is set to produce a Marvel series for Disney Plus with Andrew Guest as a head writer. The series is reportedly centered on the Marvel soup, the Marvel hero Wonder Man. Wonder Man? Ew. Why has that been a thing Wait, forever? What isn't Wonder Woman DC? I'm Googling. And then Wonder Man is Marvel? Seems like someone stole from someone. For sure. Okay. Wonder Man first appeared in 1964. And I'm going to find out about Wonder Woman. Okay. 1941, bitch. Wow. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, I'm Wonder... so invested. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Man, he can kind of get it. I'm here for this dark hair, this big old W. He's got thighs for days. Yeah, I'm here <laughs> for him. Yeah, he's very aggressive looking, actually. And then the, in the sort of newer version, he has, like, laser eyes. Mm, yes. Burn me up, Daddy. Burn me up, Daddy. In a recent <laughs> interview, Kevin Feige said Feige. the fans will start to get a better idea of where the next phases of the MCU are heading in the coming months. He said, I think there have been many clues already, but there are at least apparent to me a what? What? Of where this whole saga is going. Oh, okay. I think there, I think have, there have been many, many clues, clues already that are, that are at, least... at least apparent to me of where this whole saga is going. But we'll be a little more direct about that in the coming months to set a plan so audiences who want to see the bigger picture can see a tiny, tiny, tiny bit more of the roadmap. Thanks, All Kevin. Right, Kevin. <laughs> you told us nothing with a lot of words. You really did. 
Maybe Kevin is hinting that me and Lauren are joining in the MCU and we just can't tell you yet. That's probably what he's getting at. <laughs> and I think that's why he asked us to read that on this podcast. <laughs> he someone, did. He called me up last night. I said, oh, someone tweeted Kevin, you gotta that, stop calling. Like the Ant-Man something. In, is There's some new Ant-Man thing where they have a podcast in it. And then people are like, they need to have Nicole and Lauren be on the podcast within the show or something. Wait, the new Ant-Man? Is it? The new movie has a podcast in it? No, in um in the first episode of Miss Marvel, they show that Ant-Man has a podcast now. Oh, oh, I Which see, I see. It's really That's... a little bit insulting because I kind of feel like they scooped us. <laughs> yeah. Ant-Man having a podcast also feels like it's just the same as all these big celebs doing mm-hmm. podcasts. Like, you're a superhero. You don't need this. You don't Stop. need a podcast. That is so funny. Like, when a very famous person is like, I think I'm on audition for a Herald team. I mean, he wasn't very famous. There was someone on Herald Night that I was like, I don't think you need this. Clearly thinking of someone very specific. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Oh, my God. Wilmer, do you have anything to say about this news? I think we need to take a break. For getting to Wonder Man, it's time for us to just, you know, 10 years off from these kinds of movies. We got to reset. Restart with old Captain America 10 years from now. I think you're right. I think you're right. Wonder Man, what the hell? We got to, yeah, it's a a mess. We're just digging back into the archives. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it feels, I mean... I wonder when they would ever, if they ever would create a new superhero that has not been seen in any of the Marvel comic books. Is well, that like, wonder, possible? But there's so many. Like, it's you like, know how Sean brought up, like, I can't remember the one that he brought up for you, right. but Pretty Persuasion. Like, there's so many. Mine that... was like Birdman or something really <laughs> hideous. But yeah, <laughs> I'll accept it. Well, last night we were watching, me and Mitra were watching uh, Terminator 2. And uh, she was just like, when was the last time there was like a new idea like this? <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Even though that it's was still crazy. a sequel, but just like Terminator, the idea of Terminator was new. She's like, when was the last time? Was it like, all, all we could think of was Parasite, <laughs> which is like, mm. right. those characters in that whole scheme was kind of like a new style of story. It was very yeah. yeah. It's such a good movie. How about Minions? You know? Oh, Minions. New. That's true. Minions is new. Pixar is doing all sorts of things that are new. Yeah. Seeing Red is a great movie. I loved that movie. We got the Lightyear movie. I'm we, curious about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm curious. I'm sure I'll see it. I I mean, that is a new idea. A movie about the man that inspired a toy that thinks he's real, but is just a toy. <laughs> but here's, yeah. here's what I felt confused about. With that, and I don't know anything about it, and I haven't seen the trailer. So I'm just saying this, just based on what I've heard. I don't know. How often is it that there's a toy based on a man? Well, that's not even what it is about. Oh, okay, it's not? You. No, <laughs> it is about a movie that exists in the Toy Story universe that Andy watches and loves before we ever meet Andy. And then Andy buys the Buzz Lightyear. Oh. oh, so the person is the actor within the film? No, nope. Okay, it right. is the movie. The movie. Oh, that this Andy is oh, that Andy likes. This is the movie. Yeah. So at that's so better than are, what I thought. So people are getting so frustrated with how confusing it is that they're <laughs> yeah. because they that they're asking for their money back at theaters. <laughs> and if you, this is true. And <laughs> if you Google it, uh. There's a letter that some movie theaters are handing out to people for them to read 
before they watch the movie wow. so that they, they don't get frustrated and ask for their money back to explain. That's, that is so funny because really it does. Really funny. You had to yeah. say it four times before I really started to catch on. And, but I do like it now that I understand. Wait, I don't think I, wait. Okay. So, so it's, it's a like, movie. It's like, it's like there, so it's like, like is a I toy Cap- from a movie. Yeah. So I like and watch Captain Marvel and I buy the Captain Marvel doll. Yeah. So we're watching the mo- We're watching Captain Marvel in Pixar universe or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I get it. That's, but that is layered. It is pretty layered. Cause I oh, thought yeah. it was a toy's origin story. Me too. Which I was like, why? But then I also feel like then you, you might need the explanation at the top because it's just going to launch into the movie. It just is mm-hmm. the movie about well, this yeah. guy. And kids are going wanting to see Tim Allen be kind of funny. And, mm. and you know, yeah. kids love Tim Allen. <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> when I was a kid, if I saw Tim Allen, I, I knew, I thought that's a reliable, that's laughs. This was, at, <laughs> Patricia Heaton was like saying people, they fucked up by not including Tim Allen. I think something. she tweeted, that Buzz Lightyear was castrated because it wasn't voiced by Tim Allen. Yeah. Which is such a funny, interesting use of the word castration to the point where I don't think she knows what it means. It's <laughs> a really, it's a really intense thing to yeah. say about a cartoon. A cartoon. That also was made, you know, so long ago. It's okay to like change it up and stuff. Yeah. It's fine. Patty Heaton, she needs to get a Ugh, hobby. Really intense. Also, I was yeah. like, what, what are the stakes for her? I was curious why she was coming out saying that. <laughs> yeah, this is why celebrities shouldn't have Twitter, or they may sh- maybe should age out of Twitter or something. I was actually thinking this last night that I feel like there should be some sort of like we need to all we need to stop. I think everyone needs to stop. It's just I can't. Uh, yeah, we I mean I'm just, addicted. I do love it, but we, yeah, yeah, we should just it, get off Twitter. Just if we everyone, just live if our lives. Just, Twitter should be deleted. Like it should just be gone. I remember being a kid in a, in a band on tour, and there was no social media, and just kind of thinking, well, we're going to North Carolina. Hope people right. go to the show. <laughs> yeah. Like having no idea what I was about to walk into. And that's kind of great. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I think in some ways you still feel that way with social media, with a show where it's like you promote the show and you're like, I hope people come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. But like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope people come. Okay, good. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll jump back into Spider Man Far From Home. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. And we're back. So this movie was written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, directed by John Watts, released July 2nd, 2019. That's very recent. Yeah. Almost too recent. (laughs) That's probably why we liked it more, though. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Well, let's jump into the plot and we'll discuss what we thought of everything. So in Mexico... Nick Fury and Maria Hill arrived to investigate the aftermath of what appears to be a sandstorm that, according to reports, had a face. They are interrupted by a distressed man in a cape named Quentin Beck, Jake Gyllenhaal, who tells them that they don't want any part of this. Okay, here's the thing. Jake Gyllenhaal does not have a face of a superhero or a villain. He is the face of a very hot man doing just normal things. He looked so silly in that costume. Every time he spoke, I giggled. It did feel like an interesting casting I also was like, I think I missed, there was some information and everyone can call me dumb. I don't care. But I like thought he was Spider-Man at some point. (laughs) He almost was. Okay. Okay. He was? (laughs) There's a great Wikipedia page, I'm sure, about how, what the, uh, what happened with Jake Gyllenhaal in in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Oh, okay. Tell us. So they used, they did a whole entourage season about this based on this. The Aquaman situation? Yeah. Okay, because I watched all the Entourage. So. <laughs> Which is so funny to me, Lauren. Your taste in TV thrills me to know. I've end. seen it multiple times it all the way through. It is chilling yeah, to know what you're watching. Yeah, Entourage is really good. I don't know what to tell you. I, it's, yeah. it, 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 it provides, you know, I just feel great watching it. I've seen it yeah. probably three times all the way yeah, through. Yeah, I think I have too. It's just a great show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I think what happened was Toby was having a hard time because he had hurt his back. He wanted uh, more money or his agents did or something. I don't know what happened. And anyway, so they cast Jake Gyllenhaal. They even announced it. Okay, so maybe Damn. that's why it's in my brain. And then um, this is for Spider-Man 2. And then Toby changed his mind and came back. But it was uncomfortable because Toby and Kirsten dated in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then 
they broke up and then she was dating Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, and then they were going to cast him in the second movie. That is awkward. Wow. Juicy. Uh, and then Toby came back. Oh, yeah. juicy, weird. juicy, juicy. That's and when weird. I was a kid, I, I when I was a little kid and that this was all happening, I thought Toby Maguire and Jake Gyllenhaal were the same person. I feel like in my head, yeah. I could have put him into the whole Spider-Man thing and been like, yeah, that's what I saw. And it was Toby Maguire, even though I do know who they are. Um, but so I was sort of thinking I was mixing up a couple of things that we've talked about. And you know how there's like at some point all three Spider-Men are together. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, is he one of them? And then this is going to be I truly was like I I was getting ahead of myself and like not listening to like what he was saying. <laughs> His first line's like, I'm not Spider-Man. And Lauren's yeah. like, is he Spider-Man? So at some point I think he's going to point at him. Yeah. <laughs> that did not happen in this film, but I did Google when that will happen and it was not in this. Um, okay, so in New York City, Peter Parker's classmates, Betty and Jason, organize a tribute to the fallen Avengers and explain the blip. The new term, uh, the new term for the five years between Thanos' snap and the return of half the population. This little segment made me laugh pretty hard. I loved it. It was really fucking cute. Yeah, it was adorable. <laughs> um, and I liked how they explained it. Yes. Like it was like they did it as a morning news, you know, at school, morning mm-hmm. announcement. And it was very clear like you know because we were talking about how the previous movie is like very complicated with all of the timelines and everything and this was like the simplest movie right afterwards and they just go some people aged five years (laughs) some people look the same i was like great (laughs) and i loved how how like just like down to like the nitty-gritty like the smallest little details like my brother came back and i'm younger than my brother or whatever yeah, I yeah. Came right. back my, my little brother, brother is, is older than yeah. me or whatever yeah i was like oh boy you are really explaining this i get it i love it yes um so peter is busy brainstorming ways to tell mj he has a crush on her during their impending european field trip i didn't have a european field trip in high school did you guys Nope. I did get to do something pretty. Oh. <laughs> um, in middle school, I was in some sort of club that went to <laughs> England and Scotland. What was the club, Lauren? I I think it well, like I can't remember if it was like a reading club. It probably was. <laughs> and I always see that in movies, and I'm like, nobody in my school went to Europe together as as a school. Yeah, this was like special, and we we went to England and Scotland as like, I think there were like probably 30 kids or something. And it was really awesome. But, um, we went to space camp. That's, that's about it for us. Where was that? That was in Alabama where I'm from, but, uh, but, uh, it was fun. That, that was the only trip. And we were, that was in fifth grade. So did you get to do zero gravity? No, we just, (laughs) we basically got, all I remember is that we uh, got put in a, one of those roller coasters that's sort of like virtual reality. Oh, yeah. Okay. And oh, that's fun. spins you around, and then we ate like what you eat in space. And we stayed the night there. And the guy, we stayed with a cop. Um, <laughs> and the cop who we stayed with is now in uh, prison for... <laughs> You know, for, yeah. oh no, oh, <laughs> that's 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 it, that's fun. So, anyway, yeah. uh, he attends a charity event organized by his Aunt May, who has like by... the amazing Marissa Tomei, but she has yes. like amazing long hair and has like, she 70s outfit. So She's so good. cute, I She's love it. So beautiful, yeah. Um, where reporters ask if he's going to be the next Iron Man, and Happy Hogan, an insane name, tells him that Nick Fury is trying to contact him. It's so weird when he enters the room and like Happy. It's like a <laughs> crazy thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. 
Um, I love Aunt May in this in this movie. She's so beautiful. I love Marissa Tomei. One of my favorite movies is My Cousin Vinny, and she's so fucking I've good in it. I've never seen that. Holy hell. Lauren, it is I, okay, so good. I, it has come up so many times recently. I have to watch this. It's so good. It's I'm excited. What's her deal? Doesn't she drink like 40 glasses of water every morning? Does she? Like, she? she? She talked about it somewhere. To be pretty or something? Yeah, she drinks like a pool's worth of water every morning <laughs> right when she wakes up. Well, um, I think I have to start doing that because she truly looks so good. She looks yeah. amazing. She really does. Um, and I loved her her wardrobe. So Peter's plan to bond with MJ on the flight to Venice fails. This was very cute. They mm-hmm. had the whole like trying to switch seats. It felt I just loved this. Yeah, um, it was cute. And then instead of him getting to sit next to MJ, his best friend Ned and Betty end up on the plane together and they become a couple. And while the class is sightseeing, a water monster emerges and attacks the Grand Canal. Peter grabs a temporary mask, like a, you know. A Mardi Gras mask. Yeah. And tries to stop it and assisted by Beck, who the local news leader calls Mysterio. This was a fun, this was fun, I think. I thought it was very fun. I thought the water monster, I wasn't catching on to that plot at all. I was like, <laughs> okay, now we have this kind of thing is going to get everyone. Like it, it did feel like next level. Like, how are you supposed to stop that? And who is mm-hmm. that? But Apparently, my friend told me the water monster is like an actual villain in the comics and not just something made up by Mysterio. Oh. I think. Leah, is that right? Yeah. Oh, so I knew I know things. What what's the name of that water guy? Hydro? I think it might be like Hydro Man. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Hydro yeah, Man. I, I I know a lot about these comics and I, I remember watching it for the first time, not really being too sure what was going on. I thought they were establishing like Sandman and Hydro Man. Oh, no, wait, <laughs> Hy- Hydro Man's like an actual person. Hang on a second. Yeah. Oh. Well, but that's what it says. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. But. Well, I did think it was pretty scary, and I was like, and he, and so at this point, Peter like didn't bring his his Spider-Man costume, but then he did, right? Wasn't he at like customs or something? Did the lady take it? Well, because May, no, she just took a banana out, and she was like, "You're not allowed oh. to have this, but you're allowed to keep your Spider-Man costume." But Aunt May had put his like crusty one in the bag and she was like, don't forget this. I don't know where he got the black one from. He got the black one from, I think, Nick Fury. Oh, when he sees him later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I forgot. Yeah. That's one of my favorite jokes, what they keep calling him throughout the movie. What? Night Monkey. Yeah. They call oh, Night- right. Night Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. It is funny. Um, so that night, Nick Fury meets Peter in his hotel room and takes him to meet Mysterio. I like this scene where people kept interrupting. That made me chuckle. I liked it as well. Um, he tells them that the creatures are uh, elementals from an alternate dimension who killed his family. And I think this is the first time that the multiverse is brought up. Right? Yeah. Yep. Wow, look at me. Knowing yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but while that they do that and then it's a lie... But then, like, three movies later, it's not a lie that there's more. Yeah. Is it because Mysterio... Do you think maybe Iron Man knew about, like, the multiverse and maybe told some of the people working there the multiverse? Maybe. Because it's t- he identifies this universe as 616, which is the same thing they say yes. in Doctor Strange, which is a wild coincidence. I don't... Maybe it's not a coincidence. Maybe Mysterio did know it. Because he yeah. does his, like, own research. Look at me fucking... Yeah, you're, like, so <laughs> tapped in. I'm, like, I'm just letting you roll. <laughs> well, what is happening? Very, he's very smart, as as we've established. He knows more than all of us, so we yes. can just take him at his word. Okay, so they determined that the last uh, 
Elemental, which is really strange to see written out, will arrive uh-huh. in Prague. Uh, Fury arranges for Peter's class trip to be redirected to Prague instead of Paris so that they can fight the elementals and maintain his secret identity. Fury also gives Peter something that Tony Stark left for him. Yeah, so I thought I was getting kind of sad because I wanted Peter to be able to give MJ the necklace on the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, but so it's not happening. And then he opens the gift on the bus to Prague and finds Stark's Edith glasses. You better Even believe dead, I'm the hero, was the acronym. <laughs> and at a guest stop, yeah, they're tinted Robert Downey Jr. sunglasses. And Peter receives a new stealth suit. Okay, well, this was a whole crazy thing first. He puts on the glasses mm-hmm. and he could read everyone's text messages. Which is pretty invasive. I thought so, too. And what does he need with that info? Um, but his classmate, he gets a new stealth suit and his classmate, Brad Davis, Remy High, catches Very him undressing handsome. in front of a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, takes a pic and threatens to show it to MJ so that she'll date him instead of Peter. Yeah, that guy is really cute. Panicking, Peter inadvertently authorizes a drone strike while asking Edith to stop Brad from sending the picture. Fury lectures him when they get to Prague, and Mysterio consoles him, which was so kind. Mm-hmm. Very, very kind. Takes him out. Wait, no. Is that when he takes him out? I, th- I was thinking that was when he takes him to the bar or whatever. But that's later. No, they're anyway. on, like, a roof. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in Prague, Peter arranges for most of his class to go to the opera so that they'll be out of danger during the elemental attack, but MJ, Ned, and Betty sneak out. The lava monster elemental attacks and Mysterio ultimately saves the day. He and Peter go for a drink where Peter hands over the Edith glasses to Mysterio, a worthier successor to Iron Man in his eyes. Now, what can you explain to me what happened when at the part where they're in the bar and then he puts on the glasses and then Peter leaves he then, like Jake Gyllenhaal, like turns everything purple, and he's like, "I didn't understand what he was doing." Do you know An what I'm illusion. About? Yeah, so he was like projecting some of the bar there, which feels oh, okay. excessive. I think it was because I didn't understand that that whole plot yet, and so I was like, "I don't get that." And then it just stayed in my head that I didn't understand that. So once he's gone, Mysterio drops the act. We learn that Quentin Beck is actually a former Stark Industries employee who developed the illusion tech that Tony Stark demonstrated at MIT in Captain America's Civil War. I did like the part where he was like, he named my life's work Blart or whatever. Barf. Barf. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. He teamed up with the other disgruntled Stark industry workers, including the man that Obadiah Stain, is that his name? Yeah. All the way back in Iron Man. It was so nice to see Obadiah, who I find incredibly sexy. Oh, yeah. You Uh, love that character. I loved Obadiah. When he appeared on screen, I went, ooh, yes, Obadiah. (laughs) Um, To create a believable fake superhero with real damage using illusions, drones, and a writer. That was pretty fun once that was all revealed. Mm -hmm. I thought, this is pretty cute. It does feel very um, geared toward a younger audience. True? I thought it was geared towards people who had seen all of the movies and they're calling back teeny tiny bit characters to be like, oh, that guy. Ooh, that guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I to be fair, I loved the movie as far as these movies go, but I felt like it was like, it's all a trick. <laughs> oh. Like It felt kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you. I feel that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all tricks over here <laughs> tricks are for kids and like jake gyllenhaal was kind of over the top in that way where he's like i'm just a loser <laughs> um so back at the hotel peter goes for a walk with mj love this part mm-hmm. right when he's about to tell her how he feels she guesses that he is spider-man and shows him a projector he she picked up off the street with his webbing on it 
It activates, revealing to Peter that Mysterio has been lying and that he's made a huge mistake. He then tells her for real that he is Spider-Man. Meanwhile, Mysterio, who's rehearsing an attack on London, discovers the missing projector. Pretty funny to be rehearsing and then that woman was steaming the cape. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I thought this was all really cute. Like, this, the love story with MJ. Mm-hmm. I also feel much more invested in the Zendaya-Tom Holland right, relationship now. I yes. went and Googled pictures of them, and I was like, now I understand why everyone cares. They're so cute together. I'm yeah. rooting for them to stick together for... Mm, for indefinite future yes <laughs> i love it when uh just uh superheroes people figure out this superhero's identity because i i feel like people would know right right it's well, I mean, when you see him there was a part where he was jumping around in that little um you know mardi gras mask yeah and it yes. was like that's <laughs> our friend exactly you can tell someone's body yeah i mean like you know. i don't even see y'all every day or ever right I've seen maybe <laughs> once if you, really in the, maybe once a year in the last couple of years but uh if if y'all were wearing a mask and bouncing around town and mm-hmm. talking to me i'd be like sounds like nicole or and lauren yeah, yeah, I think I would really be able to figure that out. So <laughs> that was kind of fucking weird. Um, but I liked that she was the only one who's kind of picking up on it. And then I thought that was kind of cute when they show the, like they kind of figure out what the projector is doing. Mm-hmm. Again, I loved when they saw the projector and truly line by line told me exactly what was going on in this movie. And I said, thank you so much. I also agree. I loved that. Um, I also really loved on the bus when he jumped out. He said, look at baby goats, jumped up. Webb shot that drone and then landed. And I was like, How? nobody saw him do that. Not one and person the bus was like, I don't care about goats. Was moving forward. Yes. But he somehow got back in the sunroof exactly up and down. I mean, truly wild. Okay. So Peter goes to Berlin to tell Nick Fury and Maria Hill, who I, has she been in other movies? Who is she? Yes. She has been? Yeah, she was in Avengers, Captain America Winter Soldier, a couple others, I think. So she's been in quite a few, and I've just not registered her. But, yeah, she's a very, very small role for for Kobe Smulders, who, like, I would recognize because of how I met your mother and stuff. But, yeah, in these movies, she's very much in the background. Remember she was, like, when everyone started dissolving, she was, like... Oh, she was with Nick Fury. Yeah. Okay, Colby, I'm really sorry I didn't recognize you if you're listening. It's okay. Um, okay, so... I, I said it's okay for her. She, it's not <laughs> it's, okay. You're her representative. You're her, <laughs> her publicist. Um, but he's intercepted by Mysterio himself. He uses illusions, which I thought was pretty cool, to pretend to be Fury, torture Peter with nightmarish images, and pretend to be Fury a second time until Peter ultimately gives up the names of his classmates who know about him. Mysterio tosses Peter towards an oncoming train and has Edith redirect the class trip a second time to London. I love this scene. I thought it was really fucking fun. And then it, it was like giving me like uh, Dr. Strange vibes. Um, and then yeah. like very Dr. Strange, the second movie vibes. Yeah. I liked um, how he confessed like who his friend, like he thought it was Nick Fury. And he's like, mm-hmm. telling him who all, oh, all these people know. And then he's like, I'm not actually him. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid child. Thought that was great. And I also was like, definitely way more people know then. If yeah. you just named four. Um, Man, if I kids. had to go all through all this shit when I was a 
junior in high school or whatever, I'd fuck, I'd fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt in my mind, yeah. I would yeah. kill myself. He seems pretty optimistic. Yeah. He's um, so optimistic at all times. He's like, I'll do it. No, I could do it. Yeah, I, I like know. Tom Holland. I know he's really charming. I'm shocked. He's a cutie. I didn't know. Um, Peter wakes up in a friendly holding cell in the Netherlands. He is released and asks a stranger to, ha- uh, to let him call Happy Hogan on his phone. He comes to his aid and the two develop a plan and a new suit to stop Beck and save his classmates. Again, another cute scene when he breaks that lock, goes out, and the guys in the jail are like, oh, we'll stay here. This is Netherlands. We follow rules and we're very kind. Um, <laughs> I think I want to go on a trip there. Yeah, it's great. Uh, have you been? Yeah, have you never been? I've never been to the Netherlands. You should definitely go. It looks really pretty. Yeah, it is really pretty. And were people that friendly to you? I feel that they were. I don't really recall anyone being a dick. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) go. Okay, so Mysterio launches an attack on the Thames. Thames. I can't believe I almost said that. You almost had it right. Yeah. (laughs) Who would have thought with the scariest elemental yet? Peter flies into the middle of it, trying to get inside the drones, causing the illusion. Happy, meanwhile, rescues Peter's classmates, gets them to safety. When Peter gets Mysterio on the bridge, he uses his Peter Tingle, a.k.a. spider sense, to combat the drones. Mysterio tries to trick him one last time. This is so intense, and I loved it. But Peter doesn't buy it. He takes back the Edith glasses and calls the attack off um, as the drones misfire and hit Mysterio. This might have been my favorite fight, like battle scene that yeah. we've seen. Because it was like fake. He didn't know what was fake and what was real. Mm-hmm. And he's like battling these like computer images. Yeah. I, liked I really that. liked it. And then I, when Mysterio was like on the ground, I was like, oh shit, is he giving up that easily? I was actually tricked. And then when he was like, yeah. can't fool me anymore, I was like, wow, wow, you love to see it. Mm-hmm. Whitmer, how did you feel about this battle? I loved all these fight scenes. They're my favorite. You know, until the next movie, the, my favorite Spider-Man fight scenes in these new movies. I, it's a, I just thought it was like a really fun. This movie's, I, I feel for some reason like this movie's underrated in the Star Wars. I feel like it is. Uh, I mean, sorry, uh, whatever it is, Marvel. MCU. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it all was fine. I was like, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Basically. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whatever. It's the universe, whatever. <laughs> but it does feel like it's underrated because everyone I mentioned it to was yes, like, oh, so no. It was bad. And I was like. Actually, it's good, and it's, like, not as long as these other ones. Like, it was just, like, I enjoyed it. And I like all the MJ and Ned Me, too. Stuff. Yes. Ned and yeah, Ned's uh, adorable. Betty, Betty are very funny together. I know. I and like that the whole girl. babe, babe, babe thing. She's great. She's great, and she's in senior year, that new movie on Oh, Netflix. that's um, fun. She love plays young Rebel Wilson, yeah. Oh, she's great. She's great. So Peter meets MJ on the ground, and they kiss. I loved it. When I they loved get back, it. Oh, yeah. No, it was great. When they get back to New York, Ned and Betty announce that they've broken up very casually. They're like, mm-hmm. no. Sometime later, Peter confronts Happy and May about their relationship and leaves to go on a date with MJ when it gets awkward. Um, and I did love him zooming her around through the city. Like, that was so that cute. Was really she was cute. like, never she again. Screamed. Yeah. Ugh, I loved it. Okay. So, in the mid credit scene, Peter and MJ witness a news report in which online reporter J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons of the Daily Bugle release a deep faked. Oh, it's a deep faked video? I thought Mysterio just like made the video willy nilly. Um, yeah. That makes it look like Spider-Man was responsible for the drone attack and Mysterio's death. Also, he leaks his fucking name. Oh, that dude who, like, uploaded something. Did he do that? Did he make it? Yeah, I think so. 
Okay. Um, and I then, really paid attention to this movie. No, yeah, me too. I didn't have an answer. For <laughs> I it might there. be taking liberties by calling it deep faked. To oh, okay. be honest, because I thought it, it was like heavily acting. Oh, okay. Out. Yeah. Okay. And then in the post-credit scene, Nick Fury and Maria Hill are revealed to be Skrull impersonators Talos and Soren operating on Earth at Fury's behest as he is on a mission in space. See, this was like, what the fuck? It's I didn't realize so, he was like, that was confusing. Yeah. I kind of liked it. But then I also, it did explain why Nick Fury kept getting like fooled and tricked because he right. seems to like know all, see all. But yeah. also, what is he doing in space? And why was he on the beach? And I loved when he was like, where are my shoes at? <laughs> that really got me good. I said, where are his shoes? Yeah, I thought that uh, that that scene lost me a little bit, but the other one where he like Spider Man like jumps up onto the lamp post and watches the news on the mm-hmm. thing, I thought that was cute. Then I was like, he's like one part I didn't get though was that he was like, I gotta go, MJ. Like his date was like, he goes, sorry, I'm late. Mm-hmm. Then he flipped her all around town, and he's like, I gotta go. I'm like, that wasn't like a date. Like, <laughs> what, were, what were you meeting up to do? And then he jumps up on a lamp post and just sits there, and I was like. Are you going somewhere? Like, I was like, she can still see you. Like, pretend you have somewhere to see you. Yeah, it'd be devastated if someone went on a date and they're like, bye, and then walked 20 feet and stood there. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Um, But then I felt sad for him when he saw he was being, his identity was revealed. Yeah. That sounds stressful. It does sound stressful. And then I was like, that man who revealed it, I was like, you're a full grown adult. Like, that's a kid. Leave that kid alone. He wants to swing around with spider webs. It's true. So, Let's just like get into some awards. Far yeah. from home wasn't nominated for any major awards, but Tom and Zendaya Zendaya both won awards at the Teen Choice Awards, People's Choice Award, and Saturn Awards. Well, that's nice. Deservedly nice. so. Yeah. The reception was that Far From Home was the first Spider-Man film to gross over a billion dollars. Dear Jesus. Lord. Yeah, wow. So much money. And also was the highest grossing Sony film worldwide. Mm, so Sony probably won't give up those rights anytime soon. They'll just probably That's continue their like collaboration with Marvel. Yeah. Um, okay, so the film holds 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, just slightly lower than Homecoming's 92% rating. Al- Al- Alonzo Dolorade? Hmm, that's probably not right. I'm sorry, Alonzo. Of the rap said that the film feels like a charming teen road trip comedy that occasionally turns into a superhero movie. And that's oh, why we like it. Alonzo, yes. Oh, my God. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll get back into more Far From Home. And we're back. Now, here's some little trivia for you to enjoy. Now, the letters BFP on Peter's suitcase at around the 10-minute mark is a reference to Benjamin Franklin Parker, Peter Parker's Uncle Ben. Interesting, because I was like, why the fuck does he not have a rolly suitcase? Yeah, yeah. I I noticed the the initials, but I didn't see that it said BFP. I thought it said P, and then I was like, I was going to rewind, and then I thought, I don't have time to be rewinding trying to see what his initials are. (laughs) Someone will tell you later. Yeah. Um, Benjamin Franklin Parker. That's a that's a funny name. It's a very funny name. Um, the song Happy Plays While Peter is making his new suit is Back in Black by ACDC, though Peter incorrectly identifies it as Led Zeppelin. I thought this that was a funny joke. I it was didn't such a know teenage a thing to do. Well, it was like a teenager being like, I love Led Zeppelin. And it's like, that's not what's playing. But you're... It's 
funny because I didn't know it was not Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I, didn't I mean, know it, it works both ways. It works both ways. <laughs> this is the same song that plays under the opening scene in the original Iron Man movie from 2008 when Tony makes his first appearance. Aww. I thought that too. And then I was like, do we not have more songs? Like, I just was a little bit like, <laughs> there are so many good songs. Do we not have more songs? <laughs> That's really like, funny. Because it was the same within Thor where they used that Led Zeppelin song twice. And I thought it would be more fun to just use some more songs. There's so many good songs. <laughs> Maybe they if can't gonna, afford them. That's probably what it is. They only made yeah. a billion dollars making this movie. Right. <laughs> Tom, Holland, Tom Holland also studied the scene when he's like reaching his arm into the thing. He mm-hmm. like studied some scenes from Iron Man to like do it the same way the Robert Downey Jr. He's very, he's very good at these stunts and things like that. Yeah. He's very tapped in. Oh, yeah. that guy, he can bounce all over town. He's really, I know. I watched right. a video of him doing all these flips and jumps. And I saw that and I was very amazed. Yeah. I, I don't understand how he naturally, it's like, he got into this before he knew he could do that, I kind of assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think he, yeah, I think he was a gymnast when he was a kid. Oh, so. oh yeah. He oh. was like a dancer and he was a. Uh, oh, right, because he was in Billy Elliot. He was a Billy Elliot. Okay, the Netherlands tulip field scene was filmed in a grass Dang. field in the UK. It required around 2 million digital tulips. I literally wrote in my notes. If you go to the Netherlands, find that tulip field because well, I thought it was can. so pretty. Well, you can. There actually are places. Oh, like that. okay. That's why I, they made okay. it. But, it, but I don't know why they had to make it up. Oh, maybe, maybe it was off season or something. Oh, maybe. Or well, it was in the UK and not. Oh, the they Netherlands. only filmed in the UK. Yeah. Oh, okay. This piece of trivia. Ooh, this got this got me good. Jake Gyllenhaal is almost never seen wearing anything other than his full superhero suit throughout the movie because he loved wearing the suit so much. He didn't want to wear nothing else. I love that. Wow. He seems to be having a blast just as an actor, just Mm -hmm. doing stuff he just kind of feels passionate about, and he's going to have some fun doing it. Yeah, I think that's pretty fun. So he, instead of having his character have multiple outfits, he was like, I'll just keep wearing this. Yeah. But you can catch a glimpse of him in character in street clothes spying on Peter Parker just before Hydro Man attacks. So it was Hydro Man. Um. He's in like a little Hawaiian shirt mm-hmm. looking very Didn't clock it. Sly. He looks good. I see, did not I really see like him as a regular man. That's hot. I'm here. Yeah, for he's this. extremely good looking. He's Oof. a very Oof. famous celebrity. Mm. <laughs> oh, he is? No. He's I think he's got a great career ahead of him. This is a, a great first entry into his career. I just didn't find him attractive in that superhero. There's something oh, about no. Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal. Well, it's, yeah. I think his face is too maybe. I don't know. Maybe well, he too, has like, a more real look about him in a way. Yeah. It, he has like a kind he has a unique face, but it's kind of like it's uniquely handsome. Yeah. He's not cut and cookie cutter model. No. Yeah. Like he could be a model or like live in the woods and chop wood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this segment is Is Chris in this? Was a Chris in this film? Should a Chris been in this film? Wait, so was do we have Chris? any Chris? Hemsworth wasn't Hemsworth in it for two or was that no he does talk about how he like met Thor and now studies Thor in school okay yeah no um no one was in this no okay Whitmer was there any Chris Christine Kristen or or any other variation of that that should have been in this film in the world uh yeah probably I feel like Chris Evans oh wait he's dead at this point he's old <laughs> he passed yeah, yeah. on well, then i think he she, he should be around just as an old guy you know fishing and stuff. <laughs> oh i would have loved that oh that, that would have been, been nice. fun to be i like, want to wow. i, I want to see just old man 
old man uh, Captain America. What's his name again? What's the character's name? Steve. Steve, Steve Jobs. No, Steve <laughs> Stevens. No, Steve Andrews. Steve. What is Steve? Hold on. That's something Wait, like I'm going to get there. Steve. Hey, Steve Rogers. There we go. Steve Rogers. I would <laughs> he, love uh, just to see a movie of old man Steve Rogers getting in touch with his old America, old man in America, going I to love, the same I, little I cafe that. every day, going fishing. Just It would have been cute if he was like, uh, on on vacation in one of the places they were like taking photos and just uh, like mm-hmm. being there. He's Love like, I'm that. just exploring, <laughs> Honestly, just having a peaceful time. If they did another Captain America, but they showed his life when he went back in time, and then while he was old, had to like reprise being Captain America, I would fuck with that movie heavy. I think oh, that yeah. would be great. That would be really good. Yeah. Um, but I do think a Chris could have been in this. Chris Christie. Here is a new <laughs> segment. Double Chris. Yeah. Is, is a kiss in this? There was indeed there a wa- kiss. There was a great kiss. And oh. I loved the romantic subplot of the film. I really I did. I thought it was fantastic. I And that was what really kept me, kept me in, mm-hmm. you know, kept me invested. Yeah, it just felt like, I mean, it's not like, like clueless by any means, but it felt like a great teen movie yeah. that happened to be about, it happened to be about like a superhero, you know? Yeah. I loved it was it. very, very charming. Um, now is our segment five star industries where we read five star reviews of our own podcast. This is a five star review from Katie dot Pete. Give me more by Britney Spears. <laughs> Every episode could be three hours long and I would still listen. Every time Lauren and Nicole say they need to speed up the summary, I ask why? Because I want to hear every thought these ladies have. You guys sit through these five million hour long movies for us. And I'd be willing more, more than willing to sit and listen to you dissect them for just about as much time. I love this podcast. Well, Katie, um, I'll give you one more thing right now. Ned's wig bothered me in this movie i forgot to say that ned's wig ned is wearing a terribly ventilated wig you okay, cannot wait, see the part have to and it's wild why did he have a wig do you think he shaved his head for something else or something um i think he's a bald-headed friend <gasps> he is bald i just googled him and now i understand every yeah. photo is a man who is bald it's funny <laughs> to me that they give him a wig from like 1994 yeah that kind I of think vibe it's of in the haircut. comics. Okay. That's his hair. Oh, cool. oh yeah, but but I you know what? It never I never noticed it. I just yeah. didn't think about it. If you do happen to rewatch the movie, just look at the you cannot see any parts, no scalp, yeah. nothing. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm terrible looking at a picture now. But that is pretty cool that he's bald and I had no idea. Um Okay, so in addition to Apple Reviews and Newcomers, we're going to be also reading reviews from Letterboxd. So this is the time where we give a Mm one-sentence review of the film and a star rating of the film. Um, Whitmer, would you like to give a one-sentence review for this movie? I'd say it's a a really fun uh, date movie and uh, an underrated... story in the star uh what uh marvel uh, (laughs) marvel cinematic universe uh canon okay that's great how many stars do you give this oh right i would give it um eight eight stars wow that's a lot it's off the charts um Uh, lauren i would say cutest marvel movie by far um delightful rom-com with a twist of Superhero magic. Mm-hmm. I would How give many it stars. Five stars. Yeah. 
does. Is it Ooh. my favorite one? It might be. I Wait. love this. Wait, hold on. Y'all do five stars? I thought I was thinking you 10. You thought it was out of 10? I it's like okay, the one but I like eight. eight. I, like I wanted eight. it to be eight. eight. Okay, I, that's cool. what I want. You can't change right. it. Yeah. Sorry, those are the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm going to give it four stars. I really liked it. I think people who don't like this movie just don't like fun. Um, I do think it's like a little cheesy at times, but like I really fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, it was fun. A fun little romp in the sun. I just want to read this review by Sophie because it's very funny to me. So Sophie's review on Letterboxd said, convinced Jake Gyllenhaal has never seen another Marvel movie in his life. He just showed up, acted deranged, and got his check. That does feel accurate. <laughs> there's some there's a movie, there's an interview that's pretty funny, like a little clip of an interview where they're like, What's your favorite Marvel movie? Jake? And I think he tries to think of one and it's very clear he's never seen one. And then Tom Holland <laughs> goes, I like Thor. And he goes, I love Thor. I love Thor too. Oh, oh my God. Tom Holland saved so much. him. I love something, it. Something like that happens. I, I honestly feel like if I got cast in something that I had no idea what was going on, I would watch at least one thing. You yeah. have to like have something to say. Oh yeah. Oh, that's scary. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, everyone out there, please rate us on Apple Podcasts please. and Spotify. It helps the show in various ways that cannot be explained. <laughs> <laughs> And Whitmer, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, y'all. It was good seeing y'all. It was great. Do you have anything you would like to plug? Eh, no. No, right, I mean, well, you, okay. just like, you know, follow right. me on, on, check out what I'm, just pay attention to me online. Yeah, one, well, you also need to listen to Corked, okay? Oh, and yeah. I'm going to tell you about Corked, everyone. It's HeadGum's new scripted podcast, a quote-unquote true crime prom- comedy podcast set in Napa Valley about a brash winemaker with a secret past his missing girlfriend, and a jilted roughneck from Louisiana who pulls an investigative journalist into a mystery that quickly consumes his life and career. Think comedy Bang Bang meets S-Town and Fargo. The cast includes Anthony Geo, John Gabris, Whitmer Thomas, Mary Holland, Dan Klein, Betsy Sodaro, Lou Wilson, Allie Beardsley, Natalie Palomides, and Josh Rubin. So get into Corked. Yes. And go follow Whitmer. Go watch his stuff online and on HBO Max and all that fun stuff. And we'll be back next week with Eternals. So we will see you then. Bye-bye. was a HeadGum original.